Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by, well, Christine Kemp is joining us here today. So listen to this. The poetry of uh, vibrant connection. I'm going to say it again. The poetry of vibrant connection. What does that mean? Well, that's why we've got poet and writer and coach and consultant Christine Hemp joining us here today. Of course, the author of That Fall. We're going to talk about this book and what it means. And we have something really special for all of you out there today, at least for the first three of you that call into our toll-free number today, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. Three of you will receive, and Christine will tell you all about this, book of poems that fall and a free, are you ready for this? You talk about pay it forward. A free 30-minute phone consultation for private coaching and communication seminars for you, your business. Three of them given away today. Christine is joining me here today. We're going to tell you a little bit about it. And we're going to get right to the show. Um, uh, she has been called a poetry adventurer. We're going to find out what that means. You're going to hear about, maybe she'll actually read a little poetry with us today. But she's also someone that knows her calling is about connections. It's calling about connections between and among people. It's in the language we use every day, how we perceive the world around us, and what it means to make these connections. We're going to hear from her about what the poet's job is and what True Connection is about. Christine, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Pat. It's delightful to be invited on your show. Well, let's talk about, let's start by talking about poetry for a minute and how important poetry has been for you. I mean, I have the book, and we're definitely going to give copies of the book away. But let's talk about this idea of poetry, but also the poetry and vibrant, a vibrant connection. Well, it's interesting because your whole uh, program theme, Pat, is about transformation. And I think for the artist, each work of art is a transformation, not only for the artist, but for the viewer or the reader or the uh, watcher of a great dance. And with poetry, for me, I've found that's been an art form that can help me and help others be most authentic. And when we go back to language that is true and real and exciting, we actually come from a truer place in ourselves. And so with poetry, interestingly enough, uh, not only in the literary world, but in the business world and all the people I've worked with, it's been absolutely intoxicating to see people respond to writing and reading poems that Well, I guess poetry says what we often feel but cannot say ourselves, but then when people actually find out that they can see and say those things themselves, a look of joy comes into their eyes, and they not only connect with themselves, but with other people around them. Well, you know, this is a beautiful, beautiful time to be thinking about poetry and to be thinking about our experiences in life. Where does your poetry come from? 
Well, I think every poet has to uh, be honest with herself or himself, and poetry comes from the things that we struggle with. My poetry comes from the things that I've had a difficult time with, whether it's experiences or what have you. It also comes from a whole expression of joy. You know, the, the uh, 14th century Sufi poet Hafiz uh, has such joy in his poetry, and I think that anyone who calls him or herself an artist would say that their work comes from both the joy and the dread, that we, they meet in between in the work of art. Hey, I want to talk about your book for a little bit, uh, you know, and, and I'm really, I was really struck by the title of the book, That Fall. That could be taken a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, it could be taken as fall, a season we go through. Mm-hmm. It could be taken as fall, like falling off a ladder, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I'm so curious to know what this title of this book meant to you. Well, it came from the poem uh, in the book about actually a guy who I used to work as a carpenter years and years ago and a guy who fell off the ladder. And, of course, the whole poem took on. As I began writing, and this is the exciting thing for a poet, you don't really know at the beginning what's going to happen in the poem. And as I began writing, I realized that the title had to be about not only that fall when I was working on a barn in Vermont, and one of the workers fell off, and no one liked him. And so that poem has kind of a a haunting part to it. I realized that the title that was given to me had those two meanings, and and some people say there are even more meanings, too, that there's sort of like the fall of humankind involved in that. But I think that's the surprise for any artist. We don't always realize when we when we go to those details of all the myriad meanings that words can have, that's what makes it so exciting. You know, there is uh, a conversation about life and about a vibration and excitement uh, and the work that you do. I announced that we're giving away um, three 30-minute uh, telephone consultations, uh, things that you do to help people. How would you characterize what your calling in life is, especially in the context of helping others? Well, I guess I see myself uh, as a vessel of possibility for the Mm. people I interact and work with. I was down at UCLA Anderson uh, School of Management this past year working with the executive education program, and one of the fellows in the program was, uh, I I, I took them to the art museum, and I actually had them write and write poems and and relate those not only to their jobs but to themselves and how they were relating in leadership and what was so exciting pat was at one moment one of the uh, fellows then they took us all i took them all around the museum and they showed us the objects that they'd written poems about there was a group of children looking at the very mask that one of the executive uh directors was writing about and i asked him to read to the children in the museum. We had no idea who those children were. Read to the children the poem that he'd written about that mask, because they were so enchanted with that mask. And I asked everyone to be quiet. And at that moment, that man who was in the business world read a poem that he'd written about this mask to this group of fifth-grade school children, and you could have heard a pin drop. It was electrifying. And that kind of connection for me is what makes not only my work exciting, but when I see it shared 
with the people that I work with. Well, you know, part of this is the excitement that I think we face and looking at our lives and what's going to make sense in it and how we put it all together. What do you think the greatest challenge is for us to get to that point in life? I think one of the greatest challenges, Pat, is to be fully who we are. And when we're fully who we are and speaking our own truth, whether that just be <laughs> to the checker in the grocery store line or to the person we work next to in the cubicle or the bus driver, if we can be fully ourselves, that is one of the greatest connectors in the world. And that is, that's my goal, I suppose, in life, that I can be as authentic as possible and make that connection with my own work, in my language, with people that I love and the people I work with. Well, you know, this is really sort of, um, you know, uh, being able to express myself. That's what your poetry does, Christine. I wanted to ask you a little bit, um, and hopefully when we come back from break, you will read one of your poems mm -hmm. uh, for our listenership. You know, there's a, there's a, a poem in here I, I just want to uh, uh, just ask you about. And certainly there are a lot of great, great messages in here, just beautiful, beautiful poetry. Um, but, of course, you know, which one do, do I relate to is kind of the question. Sure. I came to the, to the poem uh, that's called Even When. Mm -hmm. Now, some people would say, really, Pat, and I want to talk about this for a minute, because I was so relating to this. Uh, in terms of my own healing journey, mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about even e even when, and maybe you, you'd like to read that. Oh, I'd be happy to read it. It's very tiny, and, and it's, yes. a, it's interesting you should choose that one, Pat, because I often send this poem to my friends who've lost someone, and uh, it, it it's an older poem, but it's it's one that seems to. Um, uh, connect with people. So the title is part of the uh, poem itself, Even When. Even when I close my eyes, the light that was you burns against my lids. That's a tiny poem. <laughs> and I, I, I suppose that, um, you know, it could, I could talk about it in several different ways, but, but the image came to me, interestingly enough, when I was on an airplane. And you know those little airplane windows that slide, you slide them down like eyelids? That's yes. where the image came from for this poem. And I mm. realized when I was mourning someone on that flight that when I shut that airplane window and the light stopped coming in on my seat, I realized, oh, my gosh, that's an eyelid, and that's where the poem came from. I wrote it on an airplane. You know, it's such an interesting experience because, you know, we get these insights. And, you know, it's the kind of poem, Christine, that, um, um, that has to do with our interpretation of light, life. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. for example, when I read it, I'm going to just share this with you, and we can talk, and, and we'll talk more about the poem. When it says, I close my eyes, the light that was you burns against my lids. Um, I really looked at that from a spiritual perspective, and I'll just share this with you. You know, over since 2004, 
I had uh, an illness that became a mystery disease, as I like to call it. Uh I actually called it my mystery, my great mystery friend for the rest, to reveal the rest of my life. Your great mystery friend, I like that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And at night I would go to bed, and because of the nature of what this was, um, I had friends that didn't wake up the next day. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I so related to this in terms of how I started to communicate with spirit, with God. Mm-hmm. And when I read this, that's for me the image I have. I close my eyes. The light that was you burns against my lids. And what it really said to me was, for me in my journey and in life, that no matter how tightly we close our eyes, you can't really shut out the light. Well, I'm glad... I'm so glad that you got that from the poem, too, Pat, because that's, uh, that's how I feel as well. Mm. And having been wow. through a, a critical illness myself, that light shines brighter, it seems, when one is compromised. Exactly. I'm so glad you said that. When we come back from break, we're not only going to talk more about Christine's work, her book. She's actually going, we're actually going to select a poem and, and, and read that to you. I want to make sure you all know that we have three copies of, uh, of the book of poems the, that fall for those of you as well as, and along with, I should say, a free 30-minute phone consultation. We'll take a short break here on the Dr. Pacho. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show and Christine M. What are we attracting in our life and relationships and why? And how can we let go of attracting and being attracted to things that may not serve us? Peter Kane has been facilitating deep relationship work for over 30 years. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is passionate about bringing aliveness into your life and relationships. Contact Peter Kane for counseling, coaching, or breath work. Visit PeterKane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425-802-2050. I was dealing with anxiety and depression, and nothing seemed to help me. Then I started to work with Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough Program. In just a few sessions, he helped me to finally understand and heal the deeper root cause of my challenges. As a result, I feel more centered and confident than ever before. And now I have the tools which will continue to support me throughout my life's journey. Dr. Schaub's approach has changed my life. Hello, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub, and I work with people across the globe to help them break through anxiety and depression and access their true potential. If you are ready to bring back confidence, joy, and meaning in your life, call us to schedule a free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit our website at cellularwisdom.com that's CellularWisdom.com. Do you hear voices? Do you see and know? Are you fascinated by the discussions about spirituality? Are you trying to connect with your own true self, your inner calling and your transformation, but need some assistance on your path? Meet Natalie, spiritual teacher and guide, happy to empower you to truly get to know, be and love yourself so you can experience true happiness and freedom. Contact Natalie at natalieathealingisis.com or Facebook Natalie. 
Do you dream of being on The Amazing Race? Well, here's your chance. Grab a friend and prepare for an exhilarating race around the city when City Solve Urban Race comes to your city. Teams of two will solve clues and face fun challenges while racing around the city. The winning team gets $300 and a chance to be in the Las Vegas Championship race to compete for a grand prize of $5,000. Not only will you have a ton of fun, you'll also be helping a good cause. A portion of the proceeds will benefit a local charity. To start racing, go to City solveurbanrace.com Hi, Katya here from Urban Wellness your local herb shop with your herbal tip of the week. Sea vegetables Seaweeds such as kelp, dulse and sea palm are rich sources of trace minerals. Seaweeds are alkalinizing and anti-inflammatory. Since most of us don't consume enough, consider adding seaweed to your rice, soups, beans etc. or munching on seaweed snacks such as sea crunchies which are toasted sea palm fronds. Raise metabolism and support your thyroid. Thanks for tuning in to my Herbal Tip of the Week. Come see us at 103 Lake Street South in Kirkland, Washington, or online at urbanwellness.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. If you have missed any part of the Dr. Pat show, you've the archives are available usually two days after we do the live show because we like to clean them up a little bit and make them ready for you. Uh, you can go to drpatlive.com or transformationtalkradio.com and download uh, at will, so to speak. We don't have any membership for you to join up, but we do invite you to sign up for a newsletter. Beginning in 2012, we're going to be paying forward every month uh, baskets of gifts from our sponsors, uh, from our guests, uh, from our hosts, and that's going to be pretty incredible. We're going to randomly select people from our newsletter list, people that actually read our newsletter, and we will be gifting each of you um, each month. It's going to be incredible. Joining me here today, Christine Hemp, the book is That Fall. Um, as I said before, we have three copies of the book and a 30-minute consultation for three people. So uh, you can call in at 1-800-930-2819. Brian will get your information. Uh, Peggy, thank you so much for, I mean, excuse me, Christine, thank you so much for joining me here today. I want to make sure that people have a way to find out more about you, more about the book. So let's take a minute and uh, let folks know about your radio show, your website, um, how they can get copies of the book, and so forth. Well, my website is christinehemp.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-H-E-M-P. Yes, that is my last name, Um, H-E-M-P, like rope. And uh, I would love to have people come to my website. And if you write me a message on my contact form from the website, I'll send you uh, something wonderful to help you into the holiday season. So write me a note. Uh, tell me a question you don't know the answer to, and I'll send you something filled with light. I love it. Let's take a moment and let's talk about one of your poems. Mm-hmm. During the break, you and I decided to pick one of the poems from here. Mm-hmm. And so let's tell everyone which poem, and I would love for you to read it. I'd be happy to. Pat decided that it would be wonderful to read a poem called Surrender, which is something I'm sure you went through, as you said, in your illness, the sort of notion of surrendering to something larger to your, than yourself. And I heard a story on the news about a, an 18-wheeler truck, and I stole that story and made it into a poem of my own. And this is called Surrender. 
Just like that truck on the exit ramp, I see the S-curve too late, and my load inside begins to shift. A slumber party of fresh pears falling over themselves in the dark, their ambrosial scent the first hint of ruin. It's not the pedal, but momentum that pitches me up and over the guardrail. The bay below rises like a baptism. All those pairs in concert roll forward, and the whole rig aches between the fruit's amber blushing and the white caps chanting. Who's to say what timeless words are spoken in that instant between yes and oh no? Perched in such a silent space, an ocean opens up. I plunge into the drink, pear juice dripping into salt. You know, I ask you to read that because, you know, this is a time of year where there's so much to receive and there's so much to surrender. You know, let's talk a little bit about what this poem meant to you and why this was important to you. Well, I think surrender is probably our biggest challenge as humans, surrendering to the the powers that are beyond us and sometimes just to the circumstance we're in. We are, you know, we're. This morning I was dealing with a trouble on uh, on the internet and trying to get something to download, and it wouldn't. If we can surrender to the moment instead of fight it, I think we all can become more awake people. <laughs> I think you understand what I mean, Pat. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and this idea of surrender sounds so painful, but yet it doesn't have to be painful, does it? Well, that's what I explored in the poem, and I really found out that the surrender actually was kind of a beautiful thing. As I, in the poem, I plunged the eighteen-wheeler into the into the ocean with the pear juice of the load dripping into the salt, and I that was a fun discovery in the writing of the poem. And I think that's why my I love my work so much, both in the writing of the poems and in the helping other people find their own language, because there's always surprise. If you're staying in that authentic place and being, you're surrendering to the poem as you're writing it. Well, you know, I love this poem, and and, and for a lot of reasons. Um, uh, I was sharing earlier today that um, Saturday, uh, Sunday was my birthday, but Saturday was a very important event, um, event that my friends have been putting on for 20 years. It was also an eclipse day. Yes, that's not that eclipse. Yeah, you did right. Mm-hmm. Uh, under the sign of Sagittarius, and what, and what the, what Madeline said was, she said, you know, be prepared for things to come out of the blue. What happened to me was, honestly, out of the blue, I'm driving down the road yeah. on a road I drive a lot, yeah. and a woman just pulls out of the parking space, hits my passenger rear, so I didn't even see her. Oh no! And in the moment, you don't know what happened, and there is a moment that you get to decide. Do I go with the flow, the sway of my vehicle? Yes. What do I do? Yes. And then how does that affect the rest of your day? And so what was so beautiful about that was I surrendered it all. I canceled the original plans I had and actually did some things that came from my heart. But don't you see how beautiful this is that sometimes surrendering to what we think is best for us, letting go of it, Yes. turns out to be a beautiful poem in itself. 
Well, it does, and and thank you for choosing that poem, Pat, because I think that's really appropriate for this season as well, when we're all trying to get things done and be good people and all that, when really uh, surrender uh, to it is, well, it's going to give you what you you just described for yourself. I love it. Christine, thank you so much for joining us here today. I want to, uh, I know we have a few minutes left, but I wanted to start now by asking you to let our listeners know what your personal message is. What would you like to leave everyone with? Well, I think this whole business of being authentic in our language, with ourselves, with each other, is a way to connect with people and a way to connect with the world. And I'm, I'm delighted to be able to share that message. And for me, as an artist, the tools of the artist are available to everybody. That's using our senses and being awake. Just as you described that moment you decided to surrender, you were awake to the moment instead of some prescriptive idea of how you should live. Wow. Thank you, Christine. One more time, please give out your website. Let people know how they can find out more about you. Please come visit me. I'd be delighted. It's christinehemp.com. Well, thank you, Christine. Thanks for tuning us in and turning us on, everybody out there. Christine Hemp, everyone. I want to just let everybody know that um, we have an exciting lineup for you this week. And then in the next two weeks, unlike a lot of stations and a lot of shows who play encore presentations, we're not going to do that. We're going to invite all of our hosts, uh, our sponsors to fill in for me. We have got an incredible lineup for you. We've got some incredible psychics and mediums that are going to be joining the show, opening up the phone lines, helping everyone out with whatever guidance they need. Mary Jane Mack is going to be here. Sue Storm is going to be here. It's just going to be an amazing time. And I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. I'm going to be taking that time to do some creative work and get some juiciness flowing. But I will be back here later on tonight with my BBS show and tomorrow. So, everyone, have a fabulous day. 